0: Welcome back to Geek Show Arcade! Pew pew, pew pew pew! Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: I, I learned things in that in-between. Boy. <laughs> Boy howdy, didn't we yeah, all?
0: Yeah, we did. Glad I could help. We had
2: a spicy before show and a spicy in-between.
0: Just, mm-hmm. uh, one of those weeks. It was. One a whole of the round of too. Yeah, It
2: was so good. <laughs> if you are not a Patreon subscriber listening to, and you are not listening to the in-between, you are missing out.
0: Indeed, indeed. All right, this is Geek Show Arcade, where we talk about video games and video game-related awesomeness. Let's kick it off by introducing our panelist group of illustrious panelist groups. Yeah, that made sense. Uh,
2: Lando! Hey, it's Lando, not Lambo.
3: I mean... All right, it's it's Owen! Hey, keeping things spicy here, (laughs) apparently. Um, Reminding Lambo to mind his p's and Q's. Uh, follow me on Twitter. Ah. No, he's, no he's
1: not Lambo. He just said,
3: "Oh, it's not Lambo." Oh. I think so,
1: it he's not Lando. He's not Lambo.
3: Oh. Oh. <laughs> what, okay. what have I done to deserve this? <laughs> like seriously, what have I done to you, Jaron? <laughs> All part of the process. Uh, follow me on Twitter, uh, t- at Twitter, or X. Follow right, on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter and Twitter and X. The, That's a lot. We're having yeah. some holdovers
2: from hmm. in between there. Yep, little slurred speech there. Guardians anyway, right. slip in the truest <laughs> sense of the word. Here comes
1: I'm Jaren. You, Jaren. you can find me on Twitter at
0: Jaron, and we have a host. His name is Tony. Wrong. Great oh, job, thanks. Go. Check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony or on the other Geek Show podcasts wherever podcasts are available. All the places. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's see. Do we have any emails? Yeah. We got- an email from a special person
1: uh, who will be named later. He says, Season's salutations. My family celebrated our Christmas early for blended family's sake. I nice. got my memories running to previous Christmases. So I figured a good question. What were the best and worst Christmas gaming memories you had? I'll go first. Best was getting an Xbox 360 from Mavis, the transforming battle axe. OG Geek <laughs> Show listeners uh, will know that deep cut. I know that. Worst one had to be in the 90s, begging for that Crossfire board game when I was a kid. We had You that, had so. crossfire, crossfire, Jared. I played it all the time. You'll be caught up in the Crossfire.
0: I'd get about two games in and realize this isn't that fun.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. But that catchphrase cat <laughs> is still oh, with all of us. Oh, man. That commercial. Yeah, crossfire.
1: Crotch fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and getting some knockoff early bird game yes that was the kind of tech I'm referencing to you on Cap Youngsters happy Mariah Carey season not Lambo did you Whoa. write in this Lando? I did not He's, he signed it off as not Lambo
3: <laughs> this is Lang of course,
1: is uh, course Lang. Come P.S. On. the hardest to get game this season for me the hardest to get game this season for me had to be Bluey for the Switch. Do you know how many places I had to search for that stinking copy? What? Is that really? game even good? I mean, Bluey the cartoon is amazing.
2: I've heard the game is really, really good. It's just really, really low on content. Like, there's just not much to it. Huh. It's like well, two or just, three hours and you're done. Just just like was, a, it was a good two or three hours.
1: Just like a Bluey episode. It was like seven yeah, minutes,
2: but stay. it's yeah. a really good seven minutes. But they're great. Yeah. yeah. It's on brand. Packed with content. I'll go it's, first. I see. I remember right. my favorite Christmas is with, with game stuff. Amazon has it
1: for thirty bucks right here.
0: Why is that why was that so hard?
1: I don't know. It's... you interrupted not Lambo. Yeah. All
0: right. you did. Sorry, not Lambo. I remember Continue. the
2: Christmas morning I woke up and got my Sega Genesis. Oh, that was a good time. Oh yeah. Um playing Sonic Christmas morning. So much fun. Um the other one I remember is getting the Orchid of Time. I'm Classic. playing that just like all day long for the sixty four. Yeah, the the Genesis
1: is actually my core memory as well. It was a fantastic Christmas. It'll be forever imprinted on my memory. That is the Red Rider BB gun.
3: Yep. Mm. The Sega Genesis. Yep, yep, totally. Yep. Yep. Mine was my mom uh, couldn't get the Super NES. It was a hot item that year, sold out. And back then there was no internet ordering. And so she went to multiple stores and ended up finding somebody at the kb what's it called kb, KB, KB toys kb toys right <laughs> nice. and uh, they said well we'll order you one and it sh- it'll get here before christmas we promise and they put Ooh. it on order it did not get there by christmas but, we, but she found another one in stock nice. so it was a christmas miracle when the day after <laughs> christmas another one showed up and we had two SNESs in the house and you don't understand the peace. <laughs> that that brought it was the most peaceful christmas season in a house of six kids that we ever had and the worst one was that same christmas i got the game spider-man versus carnage you guys oh remember that? yeah spider-man you know, and that's a not and that was not an h- easy game nope. at the time and i played for like three or four hours on christmas day and i'm like i'm getting this and it we had a power blip that game did not have a save system. You had to play through the entire game in one play. Oof, uh, there was no save, and and I just remember being like, I don't, I don't know if I want to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> you walked away from the game. I, I did. I did it one more time. I didn't get very much farther because I was just like, <sighs> and then knowing that like I could never save that, I had to finish this, however long it was, in one sitting, kind of bummed me out. So yeah. Never went back to it. And now I can do it with an emulator. I should do. I should go back and finish it with an emulator that can do those that's, forced saves.
1: That's what I did with Wonder Boy Two from the mm-hmm. Sega Master System. Right. Got to the very last guy, which was an impossible task at the time. Didn't beat the last guy, of course. And I finally oh. went back with an emulator and beat it with a save with,
0: with save states. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. It was fantastic. Like, uh, let's see. For me, it was probably probably the N64, the year I got the N64. That was pretty, pretty that was a great
2: system. Pretty great. I still remember the first time I saw someone playing uh, Mario 64. Like at the time, I had no idea like the 64 was even a thing. I saw no marketing about it, no, like knew nothing. I was at a friend's house, he's like, Yeah, I got this 64. like, What the crap is that? And he showed me Mario 64. And my brain was just my little brain was blown. Yeah, forevermore, mm-hmm. it was insane.
0: Yeah, it's it was it was a game changer, as they say. Yeah, uh, when the, when Super Mario sixty four came Nintendo's out,
2: Nintendo's been that been that company a bunch throughout the years. Goldeneye,
0: for right. better or worse, <laughs> mm, <laughs> you know. You
2: know what? Speaking, of, you know what? Speaking of Goldeneye, I, I did a bad thing today. I made a mistake. Um, one of my coworkers brought in his old sixty four, and we played Goldeneye. It's the first time I played Goldeneye Shouldn't since have done the it. good old days.
0: Shouldn't have done it.
2: Mm-mm. And I tell you what does not nostalgia yep. killed it huh yeah,
3: yeah rose, just keep those
0: rose colored glasses on in your memories and never, play actually never played it play or play, the, or go play back.
3: the what how do you think the with the well, new, with that leaked
0: one that... well, the leaked one's a different story, but you know what you can do is, oh never mind, it's not there, I don't think I don't think it was on, included on rare replay, was it no, that was Mm-mm. just perfect dark
2: nope because it was licensing issues,
0: yep. Yeah, so you have to if you can it, it, that uh, hacked Xbox Live Arcade one that uh, leaked out that was like ninety nine percent done before the project was canceled is uh, that holds up? That's yeah. pretty rad. That's pretty
3: close to what your rose colored glasses remember of the exactly. time. Exactly, and it like,
2: was so bad. The frame rate so low it makes you play Ill. multiplayer was mm-hmm. hard. Like it was. Mm-hmm. Oh. It used to be the
0: funnest. And to think that you used to gather around your, uh, you know, a a 17-inch television and split that into four quadrants. Yeah. And And have
3: the time of your life, though.
0: Yeah. Have a freaking blast. So there you go. All right. Thanks for writing in, Lang. Any more emails? Nope. All right. All right. Well, some news came out when AMD um decided to, was it AMD, I think it was. they uh, the open source, well, it's already been open sourced, but someone actually went through and, oh, it was Apple's legal and regulatory disclosures that brought this up. Um, Apple's Metal FX, they're upscaling technology in the newer MacBook Pros and, and uh, Mac Studios and things. It uh, is actually just based on AMD FSR. <laughs> Are you oh, serious? They just reskinned it? <laughs> yep. What? <laughs> Did they improve it at all? Uh, that remains to be seen because the wow. information provided doesn't uh, have enough clarity as far as that goes. But uh, yeah, as a result of um, some of these. Legal and regulatory disclosures that they had to make found in
3: discovery, right? Yeah, the discovery data. I there
0: was know. there was information found in those that referenced AMD FSR as the basis for Metal FX. You know, it kind of makes whomp. sense
1: from one perspective, though, because Apple is not a gaming company
3: and. I was surprised when they debuted it like oh everyone wow. was it like, wow. be, so upscaler,
1: that's that's crazy I yeah. mean we
3: just talked about this too with their tech with, with in the help desk about their Apple watches right like they, they kind of adopt technology and then they try to improve on it with the Apple bling so
1: improve on the marketing of it anyway. yeah
3: <laughs> so yeah
0: that was very very interesting to uh, to see that and the thing about it that's even funnier salt in the wound is that uh, FSR is open source. It's made available by AMD under an open source MIT license. So oh, that means go. Apple doesn't have to even shell out a dime for yeah. anything related to it, to AMD. <laughs> like I, I don't have
1: anything against FSR. Like it's great that they're using it in consoles and stuff, but at the same time, it's the worst of the upscalers. DLSS is so much better than FSR. XESS is a lot better than FSR as well.
0: And FSR has gotten better as it's it as it's been iterated yeah. on. So we have to hope that Metal, uh, Metal FX will continue to be iterated upon. Uh, or
1: maybe they contribute to the project to help make it better. I uh, that'd be
0: nice too. But yeah, the, the funny the, the other funny piece about that is you don't need any sort of extra hardware acceleration to run FSR. And so the fact that yeah. Apple's like, look at our Metal FX stuff that uses our neural cores to make it, it run better. It does not, apparently. <laughs> <Doesn't> <laughs> if it to. is using well, them, it's not using them in the way that DLSS and XESS are using their machine learning cores. And,
2: yeah. and, and it being open source, we don't know what changes Apple could yeah, have they, made.
0: I'm sure they made some, I would hope anyway. It's not just a screen. They could have improved on it, re it, did all kinds of stuff.
3: Just the splash screen. at that fruit. <laughs> or it could have used a <laughs> wholesale. That fruit.
2: That's true, too
0: yep so anyway i thought that was interesting Um uh, found that this week uh let's see okay this was the probably the biggest story of the week though um and i even saying that i feel like it hasn't got very much attention compared to other stories that that uh have come up about this kind of thing throughout the year but insomniac got hacked
3: hacked I saw i'm this sorry sorry so good was it insomniac yeah it was yeah. Insomniac. Yeah. insomniac yeah, yeah yeah it's insomniac games they did they got hacked and you know this is following sony has a bad they just got some bad juju with being hacked uh, they, i think mm-hmm.
0: it's just they don't have the good cyber they don't security. yeah they don't right
3: they're desperate for you know? like just be like i should send a resume yeah. i own a i have a firewall i'll give you like <laughs> <What>? <laughs> this I free firewall free firewall can i be your cso fire um, what fire oh, yeah, exactly so they got uh, they got 1.3 million uh files stolen this time Ooh. uh counts to uh something like 1.67 terabytes and um it's actually not that much data it's well, not it that
0: much data t- except for still what it's
1: good amount of data though it,
0: it is it is what it isn't it depends yeah. on yeah. what the data is yeah if that's so, if that's all um like code and... Videos? No, if, it's, it's if it's videos, it's, it's, videos, it's not that right, much. But if it's but text if, or database, it's, it's a lot. If it's code or text or database stuff, that's a boatload. It's, yeah, it's
3: on a, it, a lot of it has to do with their next 10-year plan. So it talks mm-hmm. about their 10-year roadmap as some of the data that's coming out. So basically, they said, you want this back, pay us 50 Bitcoins. And they did not pay it. And Good for the, them. And the hackers... true, Somebody did buy uh somebody did spend some some bitcoin uh they could see the transactions but somebody did spend some bitcoins to get some of the data i'm not sure if that was all released or they carved that out for whoever bought it we to be determined but but they did release um they they threw it out there on the dark webs to go download dark, web. dark webs and uh so it talks <laughs> about basically their their games coming up their their upcoming games um uh, talks about game roadmaps budgets and detailed information um so we it's talking about the Wolverine game uh slated for 2026. That's far away. Yeah, yeah. That's, wow, a couple years out still. Um it's see let's see Sony plans to release several Marvel inspired titles in this game, including Spider-Man 3 based on the X-Men and Venom games. Um it references a new Ratchet and Clank game for 2029. Um let's see
1: I guess for Insomniac, that's actually not that they just right. barely released a game. So another game three years from
3: now is actually pretty reasonable. And then, and then an X Men game. Um, market the X Men games by twenty thirty five. So wow, yeah, they this is like, and this is kind of um, this. The other thing that, that was that came out was um, a lot more detail. So remember, Sony kind of took the Cold War method against this FTC v. Microsoft Activision deal. They're like, oh, well, I mean, we haven't publicly, officially said stuff or actively, but they have um, they they definitely, so that there's emails in there and, and internal documents from Sony regarding specifically the Microsoft deal. Mm. Um, and That's they, interesting. They privately describe Microsoft's deal as a potential leapfrog moment for its long-term console rival. Uh, and the threats identified by Sony include Microsoft using Call of Duty to disrupt and threaten console gaming and game subscription markets with a potential massive threat to PlayStation Plus. Which yep. makes sense why they. <laughs> yeah, right. And it makes sense why Sony basically tried to get a carve out for that from their buddies in the FTC, right? Like it was yeah. very odd to have the lawyers from the FTC really focus so much on Call of Duty and how it and, affects Sony. And how it affects. Competitors, aka Sony. Yeah. And, uh, um, aka Sony. Yeah. So Activision provides incredible strategic value across live service games, scale in mobile and PC storefront, BattleNet. Um, and said that they're, they're basically, they basically mentioned and acknowledged that this was very bad, that that deal was not a good thing for them. Um, which kind of puts a little bit more, tint on that you know on the on the case when they were sitting there being like uh you know uh, we don't really really care at the same
1: time though it's pretty obvious oh yeah Yeah, this is not (laughs) this is
0: everyone saw this a mile away like yeah that's why that's why sony was so worried about it because they want to just they want to make sure that money printing machine of call of duty is still running on their systems so
3: Sony's and, been hacked so many times the like Twenty four. I mean, we there's more before, but in twenty fourteen, their film studio by the mm, Korean government by the Yeah Cor- I remember that. that yeah, and then uh more recently, we had September twenty twenty three, and then a month later, in October twenty twenty three, and now this one. It's just like guys, get well, a, either and, fix your pr- fix your freaking supply chain, or require them to have specific security protocols out. Yeah. That's why stuff like SOC matters. Because you have to be able to trust the people that you're doing business with that you're outsourcing your stuff to. That's right. And if you can't, you're so I a fun, Insomniac's a fun their own company,
1: though they don't they're not outsourcing anything with Insomniac. No, no but, yeah, that's true. But Sony bought
2: them. I was gonna right? say yeah. they
0: yeah. probably comply with whatever stuff Sony set up. So if Sony's right. not putting forth exactly. a stringent requirement for their yeah, cybersecurity stuff, like, or verifying it, yeah, right. then. Right. I do like feel
1: it, bad. This happened in Insomniac, though. They're such a great developer. Oh, I know. And if, from what I hear, they actually treat their devs yeah. well, which uh, makes it's it a big even door. worse. Now, yeah.
0: now, do you think this will actually affect anything that Insomniac is doing or will be doing?
3: I don't no. think. I don't I, think it really will. I, I, I mean, it can, it, will really, it can really only but, help them, maybe, because it kind of announces their roadmap. I mean, it it's doesn't not say like, it doesn't like, say they lost code. They didn't lose. Yeah. They didn't lose, at least not yet. I mean, it's still so fresh, we don't know exactly what yeah, got to be leaked. determined. I mean, we, we
1: know that Ratchet & Clank is a famous franchise of theirs. They'll probably continue to make games. We already right. knew
0: about Wolverine
1: coming in. Yeah, out. we already knew about Wolverine. So Spider-Man 3, that's going. That's obvious, because those games right. sell very well.
0: Yep. Do so, you want to know my
1: favorite fact that came from this from this uh, hack?
0: What's that?
2: Sunset Overdrive. Remember this game? I think it was a launch title for the Xbox. Xbox One? Yeah.
0: Xbox, yeah, one. You want
2: to know how much money they made off that game? Probably zero. Total? Close, Tony. $576. Not thousands. <laughs> Hundred. $576 that, yeah. I, total, period. I 100% so $42 million dollar game. And that's how much money they made on that game. Yeah. Wow. So they, they made game, back. Isn't that a
1: fun fact? They at least made back all the expense then, right? right? They, they made
2: yeah. back the money and they made a profit of $576. That,
0: that game never. Isn't that crazy? That game <laughs> so never funny. took off like anyone thought it would. I think Microsoft no. was sure that was going to be a big deal. Because it's insomniac and they have a history of putting out great games, yeah. and to their credit, Sunset Overdrive is a good game. It like, is. yeah, or it's Microsoft's just been a mess ever since the Xbox One. Yeah, yeah they're finally getting clean. They're finally cleaning everything back up. But it took them seven years, you yeah. know, to get where think, they're and, at again. And I,
3: I think to Jaron's point, this doesn't surprise anybody. These are just yeah. lists of their IP. Yeah, you know, like they're like all the stuff it, you
0: thought we were going to be making sequels to. Anyway, yeah. we are.
3: Yeah, we are. You know
2: there you go well there's some financial so. records that got out that's how we know yeah I think it's not
1: like be a competitor, got out, a a
0: competitor can't make a marvel
1: out. game to compete so
2: it's, no
0: it's not going it. to affect the market yeah. at all so but it, it does you know it's just it still kind of sucks you yeah. know? it, stings. Yeah. it yeah, stings it stings kind of having sense.
3: your kind of having your dirty laundry aired out over the internet stings you know like there'll be some turns out you know cyber security Actually matters that the HR training you take every year—it's kind kind of a big deal. (laughs) If if this has a financial cost for them, this is what they weigh it against. When people are like, "We don't," I mean, we're pretty safe. I mean, we don't. I'm like, they're like, "Boy, that software is really expensive." And I'm like, it pays for itself after one blocked attempt. One. Yep. You just saved yourself millions of dollars versus this thirty thousand dollar investment for for the security. So. Yep. It's hard for bean counters to understand that right hey hey
1: we take offense <laughs> to that term all right we're <laughs> people too
2: the
3: all right beans. emailers start
2: calling jaron bean counter this, this should be fun
0: we've been calling jaron bean counter for years this is yeah, a but if we're,
2: yeah. i'm just trying to get off the lambo thing as oh, long as it's black beans i like those better <laughs> black, black beans are beans. good mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what about lima beans mm, they're okay
1: eh, it depends on the
0: chili good, right, not, good not great I'm a big black bean, kidney bean, and pinto beans. Yeah, I like all those. All right, uh, let's talk about other problems in (laughs) the... What a fun uh... little detour. (laughs) Yeah, side note. Uh, Let's talk about other problems going on in the old uh, video game industry. The day before, we we hinted we were going to talk about this this week, uh, last week. So let's do it. Um, This was a game that, that, for some reason, just got the biggest hype train i've seen probably since no man's sky from a from an indie developer and it's this little outfit called fantastic that just kind of came out of nowhere and they put these trailers together that looked really cool and so they got a ton of press and a ton of interested folks it was the highest uh not requested but like uh, wishlisted wish listed game on Steam for many months. And everyone wanted to see what this game had because it looked to be basically a, a cool cross between The Division and um, Left 4 Dead and, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Well, uh, we saw the wheels start to come off the, off the train about two months before it uh, officially... Released into early access, and uh, even a bit a bit more before that, and and now we're to the point where the train is uh, in pieces, off lying the on it, the side it of the track.
1: Went, no, it went off the
0: bridge. Yep,
1: hurtling down to the ravine.
0: Yep, it wow. is. It is no more. Um, four days after the game launched, to incredibly poor user reviews
1: one out of 10 on ign
0: one out of 10 from ign (laughs) that's horrible Uh, four days four days later the company folded
1: (laughs) for one the game wasn't even what the company described it to be they described it as an mmo whereas it was an extraction shooter
0: yep and that's those are two very different things uh but i mean you can have an mmo that also does extraction shooting but this did not do that. It was just an extraction shooter and a, a very poorly made one, one at that. Um, so, yeah, it uh, they basically folded shop and said, uh, sorry, Charlie, uh, it's not financially feasible for us to keep going with this. And as you can tell, or as you would imagine, a lot of people were really pissed off about that, and they have been catching flack like crazy the point where like three days later they changed their uh company's name in the steam database even though the company doesn't exist anymore they still changed the name uh to i can't remember what what they changed it to it's some other weird name but anyway and this was after in the first four days after it launched they basically were posting tweets about how like hey guys this is it was really hard make a hey, game
3: games are hard man it's, you
0: know it's our first attempt and, and there was a lot of high expectations and it was just really tough and uh you know it's it's Let's hard. just like
3: it's just like your opinion man <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know
0: pretty much and so um they finally uh like a week after they folded the company they said that um
3: they issue refunds
0: steam started to issue refunds and they said they're going to refund it and um that was only that was a little hype to cover that was the only at the behest of the publisher basically i think steam published or steam uh pressured the publisher into saying you know hey you guys published this team's garbage and we need to we need to pay for the refunds now and we're not going to foot the bill for that
3: right so the developers are out they did so, an exit scam. The, that's the what studio, it really looks the, like. And the Studio yeah. Exit scammed and they left the publisher and Steam holding the
0: holding the bag, holding the buck. yeah. <laughs> and 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 that was within the 4 days of it coming out. They specifically tweeted, "Stop calling it a scam." <laughs> it's like, "Okay. Hey, well, I guess we were too don't, close to home on that one." Yeah, don't call
3: it a scam. Those games are hard, man. They yeah. found out our
0: plans early. Mm-hmm so yeah it's uh, it's basically just been one giant crap show after another with this uh with this game and that's kind of what we predicted it would be a few months ago when we were looking at the uh at how things were going and how it was getting delayed and everything and you know it's one of those things it's it's fun to get excited about stuff new right. stuff new developers new games but grain it's- of salt man take everything with a grain of salt and wait and see how things pan out before you slap down your hard-earned shekels uh and and you know we've been beating that drum for a long time pre-order the only reason i pre-order things is usually because i'm going to review it if i'm not reviewing it or it doesn't have some wait. sort of physical chotch key that i want i don't i don't pre-order so that's that's what i try to try to do did you pre-order Baldur's Gate? Did not. I didn't okay. buy Baldur's Gate for the first three weeks it was out. Right.
1: I'm not going to get it until it's on sale. That's it eight. is Which on bucks? sale. Which it might is be on next sale.
3: Next on... week. Yeah, and it's, it's coming up on sale for the winter sale on the starting the 21st. What it looks
0: like, yeah. So anyway, yeah, and the other the other thing I would say, other than just a grain of salt with all game announcements, is um, look, at, look at a company before you decide you want to spend your money on them and see what their track record is. Yeah. chances are if they have no other games that have been developed and they're touting this giant huge new thing they're probably not going to be able to pull it off you know and that's no discredit to them that's just the nature of the beast you know do, games I, are
3: hard to develop and i do i do appreciate the industry's and the public's movement towards the refund thing for digital games like mm-hmm. that like like before if you didn't like a game that you bought at a game like a blockbuster or gamestop or whatever you could back. take it you could take it back and be yeah. like i don't want it this and, game sucks i'm out and so and so i love i love that that's kind of been the way that that's been adopted into the digital space as well because it, it could be an ex Hey, here's this game here's what we said it was going to be here were the renders and you thought it seemed great just kidding Unless no, you're a
1: Nintendo or they only allow it once. So you better make a good choice right. if you wanna return something. We
3: only make a crappy game every generation. So save your generational return. <laughs> I returned Splatoon 2
1: because I thought it sucked.
3: And that was it. Yep. And I had to go through a lot of crap to get that money back. And now but now you can never do it again, so you yep. better just you so better now. know. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. It's a lot it. better
0: on Steam and Epic and things like that. They're they're a lot I don't want to say looser with their return policies, but they're more straightforward with how it works. So there you go. All right. Uh, Let's see. I guess this is just more bad news, but actually I I feel like this is good news. Um, Naughty Dog canceled its Last of Us multiplayer game.
1: Yeah, this has been promised for a while. The Last of Us Online. This is That's, this was this was supposed to be the multiplayer component of Last of Us Part
0: 2. It's been heavily delayed at this point.
1: Yeah, it so Last of Us Part 2 shifted in 2020. It's now the end of 2023. Mm-hmm. Still still no game and um we they have now canceled production on it. It says in ramping up to full production the massive scope of our ambition became clear like 8 years late for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz I mean they started making Last of Us like Part two, yeah. like eight years ago, right? Yeah. Yep. To release and support The Last of Us Online, we'd have to put all of our studio resources behind supporting post launch content for years to come, severely impacting development on future single player games. So we had two paths in front of us become a solely live service game studio or continue to focus on single player narrative games that have defined Naughty Dog's heritage. I think that's the right move. They make yeah, single yeah. player games, they make yeah. good single player games, they make great um,
0: single player games.
1: Live service games, it's a high risk, high reward type situation. And there's been a lot of companies that have lost out a lot. Uh, look mm-hmm. at Marvel's Avengers, made by Crystal Dynamics, who made those yep. excellent Tomb Raider games. Yeah,
3: uh, they totally lost out, and yep. that cost <laughs> them so much money. And that's the thing is that there is an expectation for if for a continued dlc and support yeah. you know yeah. and
1: look at destiny 2 as of late the, yeah oh the, that's
3: a perfect example that started
1: out really well but it it for the last while uh they have not done a good job and they've been losing and subscribers yeah or and once players that, left and right
3: once yeah. that tumble starts right it's really hard to sway hard that to slow that to be like no no, no come back yeah. come back we've got well, better yeah. cooler things
0: arguably destiny was one of the first big games in the games as a service uh right. genre you know yeah. they, were, they were one of the one of the granddaddies that's the, you got to remember too games as a service uh in in this aspect that they were going for hasn't been around that long it's a fairly new genre as far as that kind of stuff goes
3: it's definitely it's definitely a money maker if you get like doesn't if you doesn't it. It, if, if doesn't it rely on microtransactions though to make it? It does their money? now. It used yeah. to it used yeah. to
0: be it used to be pay for a game and then you could do cosmetic microtransactions. Right. And now yeah. it's now it's pay for DLC and cosmetic right. microtransactions. But yep you know, the 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 thing that keeps the money flowing in with games-as-a-service stuff is Battle Passes. Right. Battle Passes and microtransactions. And you know what? If you're going to have Battle Passes be your main source of revenue, you have to be putting a new one out every quarter, you know, yep. at the longest every half a year. Yeah. And that's a lot of development resources.
1: Yeah, it's, so it's like either games-as-a-service or single-player games. Yeah. And you can't really do both unless you're yeah. Respawn.
3: I think they reason. did, I, and especially with <laughs> yeah. their with their track record, I think they made the right call, the to right to write the ship. And they were, you know, at least they didn't drag it out too much longer. They just only eight years, yeah. But th- but when they ended <laughs> it, they, when they ended it, they didn't let rumors slip. They didn't yeah. leak it out. They just said, "Hey, we're done." I know hey. it's gonna be tough to hear. Yeah. Sorry. Well, but... I'm
1: pissed because they could have been developing a new Uncharted this entire time, but instead they wasted it on <laughs> a freaking live service game. Yeah, but
3: of course. Of course. Give I me my Drake, dang it. They're probably doing Drake as a live service, and they're like uh, Oh, I'd pay for that. Scratch, yep. scratch both. Of course you would.
0: Alright, let's hit real quick on uh, the death of E3, and then we'll go to our top five list for the year and call it a day. That's you, Lando.
2: I know. I'm opening it up. Give me a second, please. <laughs> oh, I thought that's so... it. That was a Jaren pause. It was a Jaron pause. <laughs> pause, but for a different reason than why Jaron pauses for. Uh, so I found this article I thought was interesting. This is this is from IGN. Um, but since e- E3 is now dead, it's it's the biggest annou- E3 announcements of all time. So much like our earlier email question, walking down memory lane, I thought oh, it'd be fun to do the same thing with E3. Ooh, We like this. I like it. Um, so these are in chronicle chronological order, starting in night. 19- chronological that's not the, that word chronological,
3: chronological. thanks guys it's so you close. Me out. <laughs>
0: it's so close you you awake over there bud
3: no it's, <laughs> it's, it's i think what he said it's is thing. it's been a, it's been
2: a day it's always a day. If every day if every day is a day, then then, then there's, there's no, no days. Nothing special. Then no days. If everybody's special, then no one's
3: special. <laughs> it's just one long day. That's what it is. Yeah.
2: So these are the these are the top um, <laughs> E3 announcements of all time, according to IGN. And I I, I tend to agree with these. These are pretty good. Uh, in 1995, the Sega Saturn.
0: That was supposed to be the next big thing. Yeah. This one was wild because it just they
1: just dropped it out of nowhere. Like people were expecting yeah. it to come out. Like, months, six months later or something like that. This like, ran, it's
3: it's out! This ran yeah. cartridges and CDs? Is that no, what I remember? No, no,
2: just CDs. Nope, it was just CDs. Just discs. But it was like, you can purchase this today. Um, other iconic games announced this year were Turok, Earthbound, Resident Evil. Wait a minute, um, it has a
0: cartridge slot in the you're back. right. I am confused about this. Maybe it did run cartridges too. Crazy. I never had one because it was always Neither super expensive. I'm, anyway. I'm researching it right now.
2: Also in 1995 was the Sony PlayStation. PlayStation Ooh, announced. would forever change console gaming when it announced yep. the very first PlayStation.
0: The beginnings of that juggernaut.
2: It would cost $300 USD, $100 cheaper than the Sega Saturn. And that was wow. that. Sony won in that era.
3: hmm
1: It was an extended RAM cartridge that you could right. put in there.
0: Oh. So no. it, there so go. that's what Nintendo did with the N64. Yep. The uh, expansion pack. Expansion pack. Interesting. Interesting. So, so moving on. Oh, sorry. Well, I was just going to say that's interesting. With PlayStation coming out, it basically it crushed. It it was the beginning of the end for Sega with the Saturn, and then yep. it was also well,
2: as far as consoles go.
0: Yeah, as far as consoles go, it was also the it was also the uh, the sounding of the uh, I don't know. I say death knell of Nintendo's. Market majority,
3: but, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it was another competitor. Because wasn't it Sega and Nintendo for a long, long time? Yep. With Sega, Atari. Nintendo,
1: Atari, Neo Atari. Geo. A bunch but, of Sega but was the main one, though. What yeah. was
0: also interesting about the PlayStation was this was a result of Nintendo snubbing Sony in a project that they were working on together that was supposed yep. to be the N64. Because they're
3: both, are they both Japanese companies, right? Sony yeah. and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so and Nintendo were going to work together to make a new console. And
0: make a new mm. console, and then uh, Nintendo, like halfway through that development process, or maybe even further along, Nintendo's like, nah, we're doing our own thing. You can go screw. Yeah. And so <laughs> Sony like, said, okay. we're say right. what I, I bet we'll somebody, make our was own.
3: Like, somebody was like, mm, if you wake the dragon.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Pretty right, much. All right, sorry. Continue.
3: Um. So, the next one is in
2: 2001, a really big announcement the Nintendo GameCube. Criminally, I was so hyped for this. So was a
0: underrated console, mm-hmm. if you ask me. So, I, I was
1: a Sega family, Sega guy through and through, and Nintendo GameCube got me. And that's. Because mm-hmm. I,
3: I the, z- the Zelda franchise? Um, it was. Well, no, what game, no, what, what game, game got you? Got to do it, cool. was, it was Metroid Prime. Metroid was, Prime, what a good game.
0: Everything in general about the GameCube. Was just such a massive, massive leap yeah, over the N sixty four and
2: the PS two and the P- that it
0: was more powerful than the PS two. I remember the Zelda demo video they made for the launch for, for the uh, the uh, unveiling of the GameCube, where it looked like fully at the time like modernized graphics of Ocarina of Time, and it yep. looked stunning. I remember seeing that and thinking, wow, this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life.
1: And they essentially stopped trying after the GameCube. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. was the
2: final Graphic- making the transition to from cartridge to disc. The Nintendo GameCube was a bold step in a new direction for Nintendo, but one the company would quickly abandon.
0: It was the last time Nintendo tried to lead on graphics. Yeah, after after that, it was all art direction and gameplay, which is fine
1: or gimmicks. And they've like done the really well with that. Or the Wii U, well, it's so, or
0: the Switch technically. <laughs> you can call the Wii a gimmick, but it was one of the biggest money making gimmicks. It was anyone's ever was put a, out. A, they Holy sold uh, cow.
1: hundreds of millions uh-huh. on the gimmick. There's yeah.
2: one thing that Nintendo's done well over the years. It's trying new things. Right? They were the first ones to do the D pad. They were the first yep. ones to do the shoulder buttons. They were the first ones to do a C stick. They were the first ones to do. Uh, motion capture and stuff. Like They've tried new things and you've got to hand it to Nintendo for being that revolutionary company. It's true. Gaming would not be the same today oh, if it wasn't for Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. You're, no, for you're sure. right. You're 100% right.
0: correct. 100% correct.
2: So, um,
1: the next one is 2004, Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. Mm. This game got me. I spent a week of my whole life playing this non-stop.
2: <laughs> yep. Uh, 2010, the Microsoft Kinect. This thing was freaking...
0: Dope. Did you guys ever play with a Kinect? I had one, yeah. It, yeah. I it, remember the first time playing it with it. I'm was like, this
2: very is cool. cool. <laughs> yep.
0: But once again, also a gimmick. <laughs> also a gimmick, and not as good as,
2: or, uh, or as well utilized as the, the Wii. Oh, the not even close. Was. Well, yeah. And
3: didn't, didn't uh, PlayStation come out with one soon Yeah, after? PlayStation,
0: PlayStation I. PlayStation Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. Which used the but PlayStation The fact I, that we're having I, trouble remembering
2: what it was called should tell you all that you need to know. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. right. <laughs> um, 2013, Final Fantasy 15.
0: I don't remember this one. Yeah, it was. But, uh, if you're a Final Fantasy guy, it was awesome. If you're not, then it was just kind of oh, another Final Fantasy game. Yeah, <laughs> you know.
2: Uh, so moving on to 2015, this is Fallout 4. Uh, this was not a big deal for me, but Fallout 4 is one of my oh, favorite all-time
0: games. You skipped over the best part about E3 2013. Was oh, when I did. Go ahead, sorry, Tony. Sony. I skip over it. I Sony made a 20-second video completely dunking on Microsoft about how you let a friend borrow a game because yeah. Microsoft's pitch oh, was that was ha- so
3: idiotic that it was has, this that, has terrible, not ag- that has not aged well Thanks, oh they Phil Harrison. Back, they walked Thank back you. on every aspect of that don't you uh, still have the PlayStation Xbox. oh
0: yeah right and uh, so uh you know they were making this yeah you everything you buy is is connected to your account and you know you won't resell it or anything like that like once the game is yours it's yours forever if you want to let a friend borrow it there's a way you can do it by like sending them this code whatever whatever uh, uh, I remember sweet. this now wait 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 wait, and, wait, wait,
3: yeah. wait 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 that doesn't make us any money
0: yeah uh. and then and then uh and then Sony the next day, unveiled the PlayStation 4, and then they, they had made overnight this little video. It's like, let us show you how you can let a friend borrow a game for the PlayStation 4.
3: <laughs> and it just showed
0: a guy handing oh. his friend the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go.
1: <laughs> Microsoft was in such That's, a lead, oh, and they totally bungled it all with the Xbox
2: yeah. One. Yep. Yeah.
0: It's
2: wild. So, uh, so again, 2015, Fallout 4.
0: Yeah, if you're a Fallout Ray fan, Kane. I was obsessed. I was so happy to see this. Uh,
2: 2015, the Final seven, Final Fantasy 7
3: remake. I remember yeah. that one. People cried. That came uh, out in 2015? Cry. People, people was cried. Ever were, no, 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 there, that was when it was announced. I think, that it was crazy. announced I think
0: it came out in 2020. Wow. Something that was like
1: that. an early announcement.
0: But yeah, yeah, you're right. Oh, and I remember people, there were, they'd show people, people in the audience that <laughs> were like, Crying. crying yeah
3: because they got to finish what's-her-name <laughs> story that that there's a character in final fantasy 7 that dies really early yeah and like seeing the like seeing an extension of her story people were like <laughs> T- <laughs> tifa i think tifa i, I thought it was eris um, i don't know 20, uh, i can't remember Aerith, anyway
2: 2016 death stranding i don't remember this one at all
0: this was a huge 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 deal because it was the first Hideo, Hideo Kojima game that was he was doing independently on his own development team. Not Is
1: under this, the I remember one? when this came out and being like, What? The Every
3: single, but everybody did that. that everybody did went, see, yeah. yep. what's that guy's name that's in it? Um, Norm Reedus, yeah. Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus. You're like we called the Norman Reedus baby game for years because yeah. we had no idea what nobody. we watched. Like nobody I did. Still think people don't know what yeah. <laughs> what they played. And <laughs> Kojima's just like, "Yep, that's my game. I Success. can do whatever." Success. Now
1: it's going to be an A24 movie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, Twenty
2: eighteen Resident Evil two remake.
0: I was all about this because Resident Evil two was my favorite scary game. Uh, up until then, I think. And this last one's for Tony.
2: Yeah. Um, 2019, yeah. the Kano Reeves in Cyberpunk 2077.
0: Mamma mia, what a moment. Oh, so good. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> didn't, la- it. didn't launch so great for consoles, but on PC well, it, was okay, it was
0: okay. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, on PC it launched actually in pretty good shape. Uh, on the next-gen consoles it was fine and it's PS4. gotten a lot better but ps4 and Xbox one man as a dog turd big old dog <laughs> turd I am not ashamed to admit it I will not even try to defend it it was trash all right top five games you played in 2023 these don't have to be games that came out in 2023 just games that you played in 2023 that you really really enjoyed um I'll go first so Number one game, I think you all know what I'm gonna say. It is definitely Triplet Town on the phone. No, just
3: kidding. Uh Baldur's Gate three. Oh. What? <laughs> I thought it was gonna be toss up for you for Cyberpunk in that one. But...
0: No, I actually haven't played the Phantom Liberty expansion still, ah, okay. but that that would fall under mm-hmm. yeah, a different category anyway because it's not of its own game, but. An expansion, but yeah, Baldur's Gate three uh, just came out of nowhere and ended up being something that consumed my soul for the the duration of my first playthrough, which was 135 hours, and absolutely phenomenal game. Doesn't you know? It's not perfect, um, but it's about as close as you can get <laughs> to being perfect if you're into turn based RPGs, and uh, even if you're not, I think you'll still have a massive, massive, massive blast with it. Um, it has so it has so infected the gamer zeitgeist that uh, Uncle Squinkie, who I just don't even think would really enjoy this game, uh, says said th- sent me this text the other day. Uh, it says you were reading off a game award off the game award winners and mentioned Baldur's Gate three for multiplayer game you guys talk about it like it's a solo game. Why the hell is this the first time hearing of it being a multiplayer game? And why aren't we playing multiplayer on it? What the hell, man? (laughs) (laughs) I haven't tried the
3: multiplayer at all. Have you?
0: No, I haven't. So squinks going to pick it up when it goes on sale, um, next week. And we're going to give that a shot, but yeah, yeah, I, it's, I mean, there's nothing more to say other than it's, it's fantastic. Uh, that's my number one by far. Um, Number two, Spider-Man 2, I I can't uh, emphasize how great of a time Spider-Man 2 is because they took everything that was poopy in the first game, which in my opinion wasn't that much, but they either adjusted it to make it good or got rid of it altogether. And Spider-Man 2 is about a 30-hour comic book. You're just playing this awesome comic book basically. Mm. Number three, Resident Evil Village. Uh, I talked about that game a couple months back around Halloween, and um, I mean, in the month of October, I played it through four times. So there you go. That's my number three. Number four, Dead Space. I don't know if you remember, Dead Space came out, the remake, this year. Uh, in like February or March. It was fantastic. Super, super good. And number five, I played a boatload of Dying Light 2 this year as well and that game was quite a bit of fun for me so that's my top five jaron all right since it's games that we play this year not
1: necessarily games that come out this year yeah of course my top game by far well uh, okay uh, the, the next one's pretty good too the my top <laughs> game is elden ring it is such a fantastic Who saw that game coming? uh i I beat it. I started playing it shortly after Christmas last year. Beat it probably sometime in February or March this year. Probably the game I've played most in my adult life. I've yeah. put over like 120 need, hours into that. Do you need nice. to know,
3: do you, do you need to have a bunch of Dark Souls lore in order to have fun with that's that? It's a completely game? No, different th- universe. Th- this was okay. my
1: first Souls like game that okay. I actually played and enjoyed. Okay. You didn't like uh Jedi Fallen Order? Oh, that's like Souls like Light.
0: Yeah. Okay. I might have to pick
1: But that one, um Fallen Order is pretty good. Uh it's a lot more forgiving, but um yeah, Elder Rings such a great game and if you guys can find it on sale, ugh, so good. I'm waiting for it yeah. to go on sale. it Hardly Same. ever goes on sale though. It, it's you- it's one of those games where I just couldn't put it down. I would retry certain things. I'm like it's bedtime. I'll just try it one more time. In like Sounds three like hours. Baldur's Gate to me. Three oh. hours later, I'm like, oh, I really need to go to bed. And then yeah. an hour after that, I'm finally in bed. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that's my number one. Number two, Alan Wake 2. I am mm. probably 60%, 70% the way through on, on Alan Wake 2. Such a great game. If Elden Ring wasn't phenomenal, Alan Wake 2 would definitely be on top. I by think... A
0: large margin. I think if I had played more of Alan Wake 2, I would probably have made my list, but I think I'm probably only 20, 25% of the way into it. It is it is fan- fantastic so far. Yeah, though. the yeah.
1: presentation of the game, like the graphics, stunning. The story is very well, great.
0: And not even just the graphics, but the art direction, the cinematography, yeah. the way the story unfolds with the different cutscenes top notch. Yep,
1: yep. Remedy is just amazing. Mm-hmm. All right, number three. And this is not not nearly as good as the first two games, the, the next three, but I, I had to put them on there because I didn't play much this year out, out of games that were actually good because I wasted a lot of time on Jedi Survivor because <laughs> I had to review it. And, <laughs> and it runs Hogwarts like, Legacy. And Hogwarts Legacy, and they both run <laughs> like absolute trash on the PC. True and <laughs> Like, I love Star Wars stuff. People who know me know that. But Just I have not played Jedi Survivor because it runs so horribly on the game, the platform I bought it on. And the developer hasn't patched it. Yeah. Like, ugh, come on. Anyway, all right, number three, Immortals of Avium. Um, yeah. solid first entry from a new studio. I I've enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, fantasy setting, I've talked about it uh, like a month ago or something like that. Um next one, Forza Motorsport. I've enjoyed it quite a bit. I got a racing wheel. And racing games are so much more fun with a racing wheel. Hmm. They've they've never clicked with me until I got a racing wheel, and it's a lot of fun. Um, pretty good graphics as well, which I like. And the last one, Super Mario Wonder on
0: the Switch. Oh, it, how much have you played of that one?
1: Uh, a couple hours, like four or five hours maybe. Okay. I've gone to a few different worlds. Um, but it's it's a solid game. It's fun to play with the kids because it's pretty low stakes, and... It, the level design is really great. And it's, of
0: course. It's, it's fun, though. Yeah. yeah. Yep.
1: And uh, honorable mention, which I haven't played too much of, but I want to play more of, the System Shock remake. Mm. I have put a couple hours into that. Um, Night Dive Studios did a fantastic job yep. um, remaking that game. It looks great, plays great, and I'm excited to play more of it.
0: The, from a graphical perspective, it's very interesting. They somehow managed to make it look modern and retro at the same time.
2: I know. I love cool. that.
0: It's pretty cool. All right, Lando, what do you got?
2: Uh, I got very few, but because I don't play a lot of games. Sometimes I wonder why I'm on the show even, but here I am. Um, so first one for me, of course, is Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, because of course it is. <laughs> um Wow! Well, and that I've, I still haven't
0: finished it. Like I, I played the
2: first half of it. Maybe
0: yeah. Welcome to most people that play the Zelda Breath of the Wild <laughs> and Tears of the Kingdom games. They don't finish them because they get bored. It's not that I got bored, Tony. <laughs> I that it's game that I don't just have time.
1: That game just did not click with me. I played it for two or three hours. I'm like, uh, no. Did
2: the first one click with
1: you? I played the first one up until I got the Master Sword, and then Once I you, all, all I had I to do say. was go to defeat Dorf or Ganon or whoever and I just stopped. I didn't care about it anymore.
0: Once I learned after getting the Master Sword that it still breaks too I was done. <laughs> I said this is crap. I don't want to have this conversation again.
2: We've had it so many times I'm so done with it. I just don't give a shit crap the, about it. Plus
3: the story. You know? What um, story? So that's, yeah. that's,
2: the, that's the one for me. And a bunch of, there's a bunch of mobile games that I could mention but
1: meh. What's your favorite right. mobile game?
2: Right now I'm, I'm still playing that time locker game, the game I talked about last week. Mm-hmm. I still play that that, that game whatever it like is just clicking my brain right now. Is that and your it's a mobile game of the year? Mm, so far, I think. All right. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna It's a mobile game. Mobile
1: games are games too, so they can be on your top five.
3: I'm gonna I'm gonna call yeah, no, that it a little
2: that of a little bit of a little bit of was little was of a I can't remember the name. It's not worth it, is it? Oh, the ridiculous fishing game. That game is really good. I do want to play that a little bit. Yeah, ridiculous fishing. I think is probably my mobile game of the year. That one's a ton of fun. It gets hard too. I think think the reason why I stopped playing is is I reached a point where I couldn't get past. It was a skill issue, and I just couldn't get it. Ah. It was frustrating. All right,
0: oh dog,
3: round seven. Baldur's Gate three. That's been. Yeah, course. I mean, it's really, it uh, really has course. pulled me back into gaming. Yeah, like actually dedicating time to it. I'm looking at it right now in my Steam library. 136.5 hours. Oh, wow. nice. and, and you're and not I'm about you... to get to Act three. Oh my gosh! So, oh,
0: and well done, sir. So, well
3: done. Um, <laughs> that, that game is just by far. I've really loved the gameplay mechanics. The rolling the, mm-hmm. is very, it, it hits that ADHD. Like like you hear that little rattle sound of the dice and you're like, ooh. ooh, ooh.
0: So here and, we go. What are we getting here? And
3: it's so, Dude. and I, have, and I like, have to perform self-control when I don't do a roll. Sometimes I just need to be like, you know what? Just let that one hang. Don't, yeah, let that one don't go. save scum. Just let it <laughs> go. You don't know what that is. And like part of that grinds on me too, but it's interesting. So that's my number one by far. The um, second one is, I'm looking at my list of games, actually, is I played some Borderland 3. Oh, Borderlands that's 3. A great I, game. I played that multiplayer with some friends at work, and I had never really got into that game before. But um, that has been a blast. only thing is that because I am a hoarder, I am the worst person to play with.
1: Oh, there's because too much loot in Borderlands. I
3: suck it all up and I'm like, sorry yeah. guys, I gotta go back and sell it. Sorry guys, I gotta go back. <laughs> sorry guys, I gotta go back. I, so, I get that
1: feeling too when I play Border Borderlands. Yeah, it feels like, like I have to collect everything, everything. and then I have to inventory well, manage and it's it, only like it turns that, me off.
0: It's only like that for the first half or so and then you realize I don't need to pick these up anymore. I already have a better gun. Or yeah, I mean, I, I realize that doesn't mean I don't, I I don't, don't need stop to pick, doing it. <laughs> I don't need to pick up anything below a, like a color blue because anything underneath that just isn't worth enough. You
3: know, it is. It's worth no. Something. Sorry, Owen. <laughs> it's worth a little bit, and that's how you make your fortune, Tony. Selling everything. Uh, Look at my Baldur's Gate. I know. I don't inventory. I,
0: I, I don't think I
3: could. I think it I might. crashes my game. It's yeah. so
0: big. That's messed up, man. Anyway,
3: you know it's, but it's really hitting for me. Like I, I have been less cluttered in my real life because you, I can, I can give that to Baldur's Gate, push it onto Baldur's I, Gate. I do. I'm just like, yeah, I gotta That's go collect some. I gotta go collect some crap in Baldur's Gate, and I'm gonna that way. I don't hoard so much in my real life. Um, that sounds healthy. And then the other one I played earlier in the year. It's um, a good Kobe mechanism, Owen. Portal Two came out, like. And I'd never played it before. Oh and man, so, that's, that's a great game. I'd never, I'd never finished it. I've heard of it, obviously, whatever. But like, you Portal played the two, first one, right? Uh, no, I so I ran through that one really quick. Like, yeah, Portal was, One's great. Portal One also was super great. fast, and, um, and and Portal then, Two's even better. And Jaron was like, "You got to play Portal 2. and I was like, "Okay." And I beat uh, that
1: game this year for the first time
0: too.
3: Yeah, nice. and I and I like that really hit like for my. I have a very. Uh, geometric thinking mind and so like the puzzles and stuff work they were hard but like I blew through it and I just had a bunch of fun well they were making. hard
2: but not being like overly
3: complicated no hard. they weren't designed right. to make you want to
2: they were well designed hard puzzles yeah, the, but not in like
3: made you think you're heart. smarter than you really are yeah. exactly yeah. That, yes and you know linking up with what I talked about before a little bit of god complex that made me feel good you know mm-hmm. making you think you're smarter than you are is the epitome of a god complex so uh anyway so yeah, those those are mine. Um I'll probably move Portal 2 above Borderlands 3 cuz Borderlands 3 was really only fun in a multiplayer setting. I haven't I didn't get to play it in single player very much. I'd so. say it's a better game than Borderlands 3 anyway. Yeah. So. so That's it for me.
0: Nice. All right. Uh that is it. Thank you for downloading us. Thank you for making it this far. Thank you for sticking around with us for the year 2023. We appreciate you. Mm-hmm. And like we said in uh, Help Desk, if you listen to that, uh, this we will be taking the week off next week. This is uh, this will be our last episode for the year. And um, we just need to give back a big shout out to our Patreon backers.
3: Mm-hmm. As Patreon we, uh, backers, will, they will get a little bit of uh, extra little, content, right? A little extra bonus be- content beside, next week. Besides the in-between. Yep. Also, we did a little pre-show story. I don't know if it's worth it, but.
0: Cool. Yeah, eh, you might like it. Yeah. You might think it's dumb, but uh, it probably is. You know, it, we had fun. Yeah. We had <laughs> fun talking. So, all right. uh Thank you so much, Patreon backers. If you donate $6 a month or more, you get a shout out on the air, which Jaron has for us right now.
1: Thank you to David Broshinsky, Connor Keysaw, and Wiffleball Tony, our ultra special tech daddies. Yeah. Thank you to Cise si Puede, Reap Rewards Rooting Router Registries Religiously. Andy Bird, be the Eight Year Old, Travis Johnson, by Geek Show Arcade Helped Us stickers at Pyman Graphics on Etsy. All proceeds go to Lee George Cade's medical bills. Yeah. Jeremy, no name, no color. Tesla Eric Steinman, Eric Cruz, Owen S. Tech Cred, Matt Nelson, Mr. Hand and Mr. Spicoli in 2024. Aloha, it's our time. Josh D, Adam, Aaron Faulkner, Stuart Lloyd, Joe, There's No Place Like G28, X0, Y0, Z0, Ryan M, and Adam Hacked.
0: All right. Thank you so much, Patreon backers. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Let's see here. There we go. Get that going. And that is it for 2023. We'll see you in the new year. Owen, take us out.
3: Hey, we hope you care.